Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Encounter with God Together. We're continuing in our series of meeting with NFL coaches who use the Encounter with God daily Bible reading guide that we are focusing on each week. And I'm really delighted to have Rob Moore of the Tennessee Titans. He's the wide receiver coach. And Rob, it's great to have you here. Well, Gail, I really appreciate the invitation and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we had Todd Downing, who is the offensive coordinator a few weeks ago. Yes. And so um, it's it's nice to know that you're you're there on the team and sharing uh, not just not just the plays, but also the fellowship. Well, we're really fortunate to, to be in a building where, um, you know, exercising your faith and, and, and seeking God is allowed in the building and it's really encouraged. Um, by our head coach and, and really our general manager for that for that matter as well. So, um, you know, we're in a unique situation where uh, faith is a big part of what we do um, throughout the whole team. And you were telling me earlier that you've been part of this coaches fellowship that meets each twice a month uh, for about eight years now. Yes, and it's you know it's and it the, the the great thing about it is it continues to evolve and it continues to grow year after year. There are more guys that that are part of it, and um, and really it just kind of you know gives you a coalition of coaches who are kind of in the same deal with the same day to day things that you do and see some of the uh, same battles that you fight, um, and you can pray for one another. We can we can be there for one another, but we could also in, encourage one another as well. Yeah, it's amazing. And I think you, you've probably heard me note over the various episodes just how remarkable I think it is that even though you're competitors, you can set that aside each month to be together. And uh, and we were joking earlier because um, I'm, I'm as, as everyone knows, I'm an Eagles fan. Mm -hmm. Although, you know, I'll be a Tennessee Titans fan when it doesn't affect me. <laughs> and uh, and um, so it's going to be fun to watch the, the season this year and see the different coaches that I've had a chance to interact with, but we do, we are getting a wide receiver this year that a lot of people here in, in Philly are excited about AJ Brown. And uh, AJ, so AJ's a excellent player, uh, a good young man. Um, you know, a guy who's, uh, who's, who's seeking God himself. Um, and he's really showed a lot of growth in that area as well as a player. It's wonderful. So you've, you've really contributed to our team by your coaching of him in, in years past. Well, uh, hopefully it shows up uh, this year in, until we play it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll see you on December 4th. Yes. Well, Rob, I, I know that you're going to be sharing from Corinthians today. So let me let me start us off with a prayer. Okay. Father, I do thank you for Rob, for his influence, both um, on the field and off, and for the way that he and the other coaches engage you each month together and each day through your word. And I pray that you speak to him today in and through him as he shares his thoughts on Corinthians. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And you're in 1 Corinthians. Uh, these, these are the readings for the week ahead. Yep. And so, uh, you know, one of the things I found, not even unique, but that that's that you kind of find anytime when you're seeking God and you're and you're studying scripture is is really we are kind of repeating history a little bit in terms of uh, some of the same pitfalls, some of the some of the same things that they dealt with that time period, we're dealing with now, and and here in in First Corinthians, First Corinthians one ten, uh, uh, three through three uh, seventeen, uh, one of the things that we find is that there continues to be some uh, some a some spiritual immaturity, immorality, uh, arguments over who's 
uh, who's the best preacher. Um, also, you had some people coming in trying to speak their own doctrine, kind of getting away from the gospel itself. Um, so a lot of these things are things we continue to still see in our society today. And then I just kind of, you know, kind of scratched my head and like, wow, it's just like history repeating itself. But I think it all boils down to uh, a lot of times, you know, one of the things that we talk about is, is there are many of us that are churchgoers, but not many of us are, are really studying God's word and being able to understand God's word, God's word so that we know uh, when we hear something that's not truthful, we don't buy it. Um, and we can kind of decipher, uh, you know, God's word from what man's word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the divisions within the church uh, just are disheartening. And, and uh, just the very thing that Paul himself was trying to speak to them about. Right. And I think one of the things that, that showed up and in, in, in as I was studying in uh, Romans and in, in Romans 12 too, it, it said that do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And what, what, what you see there early on is, is many of the uh, Corinthians are trying to keep one foot in the world and one foot in the, in the gospel and the two don't mix. And that's where they get themselves in trouble. And I think uh, that's something that you see it with a lot of young Christians. Um, I myself uh, kind of fell into that trap early on in my walk, um, you know, really having a hard time letting go of some of those those past habits, but yet still seeking God and trying to move forward into the gospel and, leave, and living a more spirit-led life as opposed to being in the flesh. And I think you see that 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 kind of conundrum um, in you know, in this in this phase of Corinthians. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, as you as you coach the, the, the people in your team um, who are faith filled, how do you um, how do you come alongside them? Um, believe, believe it or not, a lot of times it's 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 I find anyway that a lot of people uh, God kind of changes people's hearts, I guess you, you could say, and they're kind of drawn to you. Um, I try and let the way I, you know, my behavior, my, you know, I, I don't, you, I don't cuss when I coach guys. I try not to embarrass guys. Um, you know, I treat them like men. Um, and I think some of them appreciate that. Um, but I think through my own walk and just, I guess how I carry myself, those guys, uh, most of them are drawn to me. I feel like they can speak to me. And then that's when, um, you know, I use that avenue to share my faith with them. Um, you know, and, and the other advantage I have, Gail, is I sat in that seat that they sit in, you know, having played right. in the league for 12 years. So I understand, um, you know, some of the pitfalls and, and some of the reasons why they may be apprehensive to come to Christ. Because me personally, and it's, it's funny that I, you know, I think about this now and realize how, how just insane it is, is I didn't think in the past that you could be a Christian, a man of God and play football. Because at that young in my career, I thought it was a necessity to, to, to hate the opponent and, and to, to, to use foul language and all those things that can kind of come along with, with living in the flesh. Uh, I didn't believe that, that, that you could do those things uh, until, until God brought people in my life that dispelled that myth. And mm -hmm. I think as we, as we work through Corinthians, it also talks about uh, I believe it was in, uh, I want to say it was Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think it was, I think it, I think it was Wednesday, strength and not weakness. Um, 
No, it was no. I'm sorry. It was uh, it was the it was Thursday in, but not of the world. Uh, and it talked about us not being not immersing ourselves in the in the behavior of non-Christians, but we also can't abandon them as well. We're we're, we're called to be salt of the earth. And I think, and it reminds me of my time in New York when we had a, a linebacker named Trey Johnson, and I watched this guy every single day come in that locker room, would get his treatment, would have his Bible out. Um, you know, he he had had this peace about him that I was so intrigued with. And I would see him every day, but but kind of stayed away from him because I wasn't living a life of, of, of a Christian man at that time. And But I always saw him and I seeked, uh, I wanted that peace that he had. I wanted that, the confidence that he had. And then one day uh, getting treatment together, you know, God opened the door and he spoke to me and we began to talk about scripture. And that was the only um, spiritual knowledge I was getting at that time is when I was in, in there getting treatment. It was because of that relationship that I built with him that made me begin to have a desire that I think I may need to change. I, I'm doing some things wrong here. Uh, and But it really started with him. Now, I gave him there was no reason why he should have felt any need to spend time with me because I could, because I was not living a life exemplary of someone to be around somebody like that. Uh, but the fact that he took the time and he either was drawn to me or was called to speak to me at that time and was obedient to that calling changed my life. Well, that's a, that's great. And, and he was following Jesus, you know, because Jesus didn't shy away. He, he more shied away from the religious <laughs> leaders right. than he shied away from, from people who weren't living uh, the life because that's why why he's here. So uh, I think these passages really kind of drive home the the importance of the cross too. You know, for sure that that's that's the central thing, and we make it about other things. Um, right, and it's interesting that you say that, Gail, because um, when we talk about it being about God and and, and being about being spirit led, uh, many of us are shy away from the opportunities to. To, uh, to share our testimonies, to share the word of God, because we don't think we're eloquent of speech. And mm. you can see, you can hear Paul talk about how when he came to them, he didn't come with, with, with these, these grandiose phrases and being able to, 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 to uh, he wasn't a great orator. Uh, you know, and I went back and did some research on it. It talked about how he, he I guess he wasn't a really good looking uh, man <laughs> either. So he wasn't blessed with these good looks that were going to draw people to him. But what he did have, now he was led by the spirit and he knew the word of God that he could share with those people. Right. And I think what happened was many of the Corinthians, those who were empowered to share God's word, kind of got away from, um, you know, what the, what their purpose was. And he because he talked about it, it's, it's about the message, not the messenger. And I think a lot of times that we could just move out of the way. Uh, we, if we could decrease and allow God to increase in our lives, a lot of times God will lead the way and, and, and we'll be able to overcome some of those uh, some of those fears we have of sharing the word and, and, and really, um, you know, speaking on God's behalf, if you would. Yeah. Yeah. And when we get ourselves out of the way, we get our, our egos out of the way and our our own ideas out of the way uh, that that so often cause these divisions that Paul's addressing. No, no doubt about it. And I think, um, you know, when we look at these scriptures in Corinthians, it's, it's amazing, you know, how he just went through each uh, area of people's lives with you in, in terms of 
um, you know, women's roles in the church and, and the sexual morality and the, the arguments and factions over doctrine. And, um, and, I, and, I, and I read something um, and it talked about, um, if I could find it here, it says that, you know, arguing over uh, matters of doctrine, you know, used to mass uh, the desire for power and prestige. And I think a lot of times is, is when we get into those situations, we got to reevaluate and say, is this about me or is this about God's word? Absolutely. And I think a lot of times that we could just reconnect with God in that way. Um, a lot of these arguments and, and factions will, will cease. That's good. That's very good. Mm -hmm. well, anything else you, you were wanted, reflecting on that, that uh, you wanted to share? Um, I think, you know, for me, uh, I have a, I want to say a unique perspective, but um, I think we had talked about this last week and I was telling you about how I grew up and how I really came to know Jesus, if you will. And one of the things that happened in my life is I had a unique perspective of growing up in a house with 18 people. So wow. I had first cousins, aunts, uncles, and, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, but I also had the unique perspective of, of having a grandmother living in my grandmother's house who was a Jehovah's Witness. I had my uncle who was a Muslim. I had a, my other grandmother was a Baptist, Christ, uh, a Baptist Christian. So, you know, there was some confusion there in terms of when I grew up. So what my uh, response to that was to run away from religion altogether, you know, because I just didn't know. But God yeah. continued to place people around me who were living according to the word of God. And I continued to be drawn to them but yet stayed away from them because in my mind, I wasn't ready yet. And yeah. I think, you know, in the process of that, uh, we talk about, you know, uh, you know, being ambassadors for Christ, you know, and I think sometimes we lose um, the purpose of that. Our purpose, God will call people to us, if, 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 you know, but it's our job to plant those seeds. It's our job to, 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 to give them the word and be there for them. When necessary, I think Paul talked about uh, he he talked about you know how that we we're laborers in the field. You know, God will you know God will give you the word. God will put you in the situations you need to be in, but you have to be available. And I think a lot of times um, you know that's something that's overlooked. But my my point in in saying that is is that you know, it's important for us to continue to put ourselves in, around the people to be salt of the earth, to let our light shine, uh, but more importantly, to be light. Um, you know, it's important that they see us walk the word, see us live the word out. Um, and I think uh, in the profession we're in um, and the opportunities that we have in our respective rooms, um, it is fertile ground um, to share God's word with these young men um, because you never know when you're going to get that opportunity. You know, there's been times, there's been times, you know, where I, I think I got an open door and it's at, they, but they just kind of shut that door really quick. Um, but I'm always there uh, in times of adversity and good times or whatever it may be uh, to share that word with them. Because uh, you never know when it's, when, when it's going to uh, take root. You just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's very encouraging. And I think you're right on the money there uh, for what these passages are saying. Well, I appreciate that. And I, and I think the, um, you know, the last thing uh, that, you know, that, I, that I'll share is, is um, in, in day four, it, it, it talked about the, um, you know, being self-centered um, and the ungodliness that, that, 
that um, some of us can walk with. Um, and I think, you know, we have to be, we have to be responsible um, because we're going to be held accountable for those things that we do and that we don't do. Uh, and I think it's important in order to, 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 to be ambassadors for God's kingdom, we have to be willing, we have to be willing um, to not only hold ourselves accountable, but also uh, hold uh, those who um, claim themselves to be Christians accountable as well. Um, you know, and, but we also have to desire to be held accountable. You know, those things are going to be important to be consistent uh, in our walk. And I think that's, that's what we all want uh, at the end of the day is to be consistent vessels uh, for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's great. And I think that's what your coach's fellowship enable, helps you do with the, the accountability and the uh, encouragement, the two, two sides of those coins. Without question. Without question. It, it is a, uh, you know, it's really a, a blessing to be a part of it, um, you know, but it's also, um, you know, a way to, uh, it's something you look forward to because it, it keeps you grounded in God's word and it, and it keeps you focused on what God is trying to do in your lives and other life and other people's lives as well. That's great. That's great. Um, would you, would you close us in prayer, Rob? Absolutely. Absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, we truly thank you for this time together, Lord. We pray, Father God, that uh, you would continue to open our hearts, Lord God, that we could receive your word. We pray that we continue to seek ye first in your kingdom. Uh, and its righteousness so that all these things would be added, to, added unto us. Father, we pray that the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts would be pleasing in your sight. And Father, we pray that you can that you use us in your kingdom to be laborers in the field. And we pray, Lord God, that we walk through our, by our spirits, Lord God, that way fear and trepidation never enter the picture, but that we know we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Father, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. And um, just for our viewers and readers who may not uh, have the Encounter with God daily reading guide, this is what we're referencing. And you can order it, become a member on our website, or you can go to the URL at the bottom of the screen here and read it online or subscribe to receive it in your email box. And we hope you'll join uh, with this community that uh, that is... Uh, uh, nationwide that that people are are gathering all around these passages and meditating on them it's a wonderful community of faith and uh, Rob I know this is going to be a busy time for you and as I said to the others I hope I hope when you're done uh, you'll be able to come back and join us again uh, on encounter with God together I, I would love to uh, hopefully that's uh that's uh, in March sometime because I'm still planning in February. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so I wish you all the best and God's blessings and uh, look forward to hearing how how things turn out. All right. Well, yeah, it was a pleasure being on with you. And uh, and hopefully, ho ho hopefully uh, we come down to Philadelphia and, and, uh, and disappoint. <laughs> well we'll see we'll see <laughs> i'll be watching you on the sidelines for sure all right well look forward to it all right good to see you have a good week everyone bye-bye mm -hmm.